0: Hey, what's good people? It's your man CJ Williams for Culture List Theory. On today's list, we're taking it to the West Coast to rank one of the most requested discographies from the listeners, Compton's MC The Game. Note, this list will not include any mixtapes or compilations, only the 10 albums from his major label debut to present day. Now make sure you hit the like button and subscribe for more content just like this. Without further ado, let's get to it. Number 10, Documentary 2.5 With no actual bad album to speak of, something has to be in last place in a ranking, so for game, it's the Documentary 2.5. A sequel to a sequel, 2.5 was released a week after Documentary 2, and while a solid project, there just one too many joints that should've been left on the cutting room floor. There's still plenty of records worth revisiting, like the superb Gang Bang Anyway with TDE all-stars Schoolboy Q and J-Rock, Last Time You Seen featuring a scene-stealing Scarface and the Whitney Houston sampling Life. On the flip side, some records like Up the Wall, Moment of Violence, and My Flag feel a little redundant and don't match the quality of the highlights. In the end, Documentary 2.5 was fine and is more an indication of how strong Game's discography is if this is your worst album. Number nine, R.E.D. Album. Originally titled Diary of Compton, the album name, short for Rededicated, shows Game linking back up with Dr. Dre for the first time since his debut. But not for production, via a few interludes and one featured appearance on the record drug test now just because dre didn't handle any production doesn't mean game didn't have heat to work with game has one of the best ears when it comes to beats and this album is no exception joints like the boys in the hood inspired ricky heavy artillery featuring ross and beanie siegel and the city featuring a very young kendrick lamar this album also marks the first time drake worked with game on good girls go bad the strongest stretch of the album is toward the end with the pharrell produced mama knows and born in the trap by dj Premier being the standouts number eight lax in every catalog there's usually one project that contains more commercial records than usual in chuck taylor's instance it's his third project lax containing features from r b acts like keisha cole neo Crissette Michelle, Raheem Devon, among others. If you were looking for a grimier vibe, then this is not your project. With that being said, many of these collabs work just fine. Throw in the Never Can Say Goodbye featuring Latoya Williams where Game raps from the perspective of icons Biggie, Tupac, and Easy E. Changing his voice and flow to match the personalities he was taking on, the record is a banger and a perfect way to pay homage as Game likes to do. A lot. More on that later. Other bangers include the single My Life with Lil Wayne, Angel featuring Common and Dope Boys with Travis Barker. As you can hear, the album is full of features. Thankfully, most work, but at times it can seem a bit much. In the end, the album is a little all over the place, but good music is good music it's full of that too. Number seven, Doctor's Advocate. After doing one album under the G-Unit Aftermath umbrella, many fans wondered how Game would follow up his renowned debut. Questions were answered very quickly with the lead single, It's Okay, One Blood, being an absolute banger. So much so that it spawned an 11 minute remix featuring over 20 artists. Game was on a mission for this album, dead set out to prove he could handle an entire project by himself. The numerous Dr. Dre and 50 Cent name drops speak to that. As well as the dre and 50 imitating he does on the album too for example check out the first track looking at you guess who's back on the west coast tracks it's the motherfucking messiah against the rap still dipping the six foes still puffing on the same chronic haters man cause i still got it you don't sound like dr dre right there what about the single let's ride and That ain't a 50 hook, I'm just saying. While the album may not stack up against the same level as documentary, to his credit, he was able to drop a quality piece of work. According to him, in 2012 at least, He said this was his best album, and no assistance needed from, well, you know who. Number 6, Drillmatic, Heart vs. Mind. Coming in at a healthy 30 tracks, Drillmatic has several good records that feels more like a compilation than a solo album at times. What would've been a double CD back in the day, the album picks up major steam about halfway through starting with Heart vs. Mind, No Smoke at the Polo Lounge, and No Man Falls being a solid stretch. While the album is littered with cheat code samples, and name drops, at this point, in game's career it's expected so if it hasn't gotten on your nerves by now then it never will in addition to his usual game isms there's another one of his favorites which is beef this time the subject is none other than marshall mathers himself on the 10 minute long black slim shady game put his stand hat on and delivers a pretty entertaining record especially after the beat switch at about four minutes in he was in his bag on that record and the whole album honestly minus some records getting deleted for various reasons or game doing a terrible pop smoke impersonation on the 5-year record we still gotta say well done before we get to the top five drop a comment and tell us which west coast artist you want to see ranked next excluding snoop and Pac, they're on the way we promise other than that Drop us a couple of names so we can get started on them. Number five, Documentary 2. Naming an album after arguably your best work is always tricky, but with Documentary 2, Game did a more than commendable job of living up to the documentary name. Released as part one of a double disc, this is clearly the better half. Joints like On Me with Kendrick, standing on Ferraris with Puff providing top-notch shit-talking, and Made in America shine in the first half of the album, but it's the stretch run at the end that really bring it home. The title track produced by DJ Premier, New York, New York, 100 with Drake the solo just another day then the feel-good LA featuring Snoop Fergie and will I am close out the project properly the album stumbles slightly in the middle but with that type of fire at the end we're not tripping actually if you replace the three records in the middle with the top three records from 2.5 and this would easily be a top three interesting note the bonus joint soundtrack with Meek Mill y'all remember that and Meek shit, fuck with him, fuck around and be the funeral. Meek would release a record called Championships with that exact same sample. Yeah, uh, all the in my hood How often do you see an artist rap over the same sample twice? Number four, 1992. Shredding the long track list, feature heavy, star-studded producers were used to game having 1992 is a prime example of addition by subtraction only 12 tracks 13 if you count the bonus edition and no big-name rap features it's the complete opposite of the 37 tracks he dropped on his previous documentary 2 2.5 anybody questioning game and whether features and producers make him look no further than records like the juice young niggas and the soundtrack is proof that solo dolo he's just fine now there's still name dropping left and right plus samples galore, but at this point it's expected from Game. The semi-concept album was to include experiences in Game's life that shaped him, including the LA riots and the OJ Simpson murder trial. And if the album artwork looks familiar, it was designed by Joe Cool, who was responsible for designing the cover of Snoop Dogg's classic debut Doggy Style. Very dope project. Number three, Jesus Peace. After taking three years off from the okay RED album, Game bounced back nicely with his fifth album, Jesus Peace. The Compton MC the name from soundtrack to chaos to five to finally settling on Jesus peace a semi-concept banger that was exactly what the doctor ordered for his career speaking of doctor Dre returned to produce on the album for the first time since his debut bangers include name me King hallelujah and pray however on those same records if you listen closely game is rapping like other people push a T on name me King Kanye on hallelujah and Cole on pray now to be fair push and Cole are featured but still it can be a little overkill Another interesting note is the weaker songs on the album come at very odd times. Hear me out, the first record and the last couple don't work at all. Those are two important parts of an album, the opening and the closing. Thankfully, the first record is followed up by an absolute flamethrower in Ali Bumbaye, making you forget the first track even existed. Ross. Two chains and Game take turns snapping over a fire-ass beat that sounds spectacular in the whip, especially when that orchestra sample drops. Eh? Number two, Born to Rap, marketed and promoted as his final album, the Game's ninth project would, of course, not be his last record. But we didn't believe it at the time, anyway. With that being said, had this actually been his last project, he would have went out with a blast. The album is loaded with high-quality records, backed by top-notch production and some of Game's best lyrical performances. Game's always been underrated when it came to painting pictures with his bars as he's rarely brought up in top rapper discussions and that's a shame could we nitpick a few spots on here sure the 21 savage record isn't great but it's not bad either he's got not one not two but three features from the same person dom kennedy but they all slapped game also did his signature sampling a classic beat and sampling another classic hook on the same record (laughs) but that's his brand and it works don't believe us go run back dead homies gucci flip flops or welcome home featuring the late Nipsey Hussle if we're being honest the only difference between this and the number one album I, wait hold that thought number one the documentary as we were saying the only difference between this fire ass album and born to rap is simple impact that's the tiebreaker the documentary was released at a time when the West Coast was relatively quiet after running hip hop most of the 90s by the early to mid 2000s the South had begun to bubble in the days of pop throwing up the West Side next to legends like Snoop and Dr. Dre were in rap's rear view ushered in by hip-hop titans 50 Cent and Dr. Dre, the game's debut went down as a classic hip-hop record balanced with radio joints and top-tier B-sides. Whether it's Hate It or Love It and How We Do, both featuring Fifth, or Start From Scratch with Marsha, Undefeated Ambrosius, and Don't Need Your Love with Faith, the album is stacked. The one dark cloud that hangs over the album for some is the level of involvement 50 Cent had making it. Were some of the records originally for 50? Probably. But since Game has carved out a nice 10-album career for himself, nine of which had nothing to do with the G-Unit General, it's time to give props where props is due. That's it for our list today. Did we get it right? Leave a comment below with your theory. Drop your top five game albums. Or if you're really in your bag, drop your full 10 album ranking. While you're there, make sure you hit the like and subscribe button so you don't miss a list. Until the next time, I'm CJ Williams. I'm out.